Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the best damn NFL pod period with Hall of Fame running back Eric Dickerson and USC legend 16-year NFL vet Rodney Pete. presented by DraftKings. All right, you're listening to the best damn NFL pod period presented by DraftKings. I'm Rodney Pete. He's the Hall of Famer, Eric Dickerson. Please download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BESTDAMN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. All right, ED, week three. Week three is here. Um, I want to get into to week three, more week three, but let's... Let's talk about let's talk about the Thursday night game because the Panthers beat the Texans and Sam Darnold looked pretty good, although they lost Christian McCaffrey. Um, let's start with Darnold, um, Ed, because you know people wrote him off when he was at the Jets. Obviously, a big pick coming out of USC, third pick in the draft, uh, goes to the Jets, struggles in the Jets. Actually, does not look good playing quarterback at the Jets, and we, many people started to wonder if he was a bust. And you and I both know sometimes you can go to the wrong situation, be with the wrong organization, be with the wrong team. And now that he's moved to the Panthers, he looks like the Sam Darnold everybody thought he was coming out of college. Well, yes, he does. Um, You know, and you're right, Rodney. You go to certain teams and teams are are bad for a reason. I mean, they are. You know, you look at the, I'd say, look at your old team, the Detroit Lions. You look at the New York Jets. Uh, you look at even Indianapolis coach years ago, even when I was there. I mean, you know, just they're bad organizations and it starts at the top and it affects players. I mean, it affects the player and, and for a player, because one thing a player does is he looks at the situation he's like, man, why come I can't have that over there? You know, why come I can't have a receiver? Why come I can't have an offensive line? You know, why come I can't have a running back? And, and it's frustrating. And, and when you saw Sam Darnold in New York, man, sometimes I, you felt bad for him, but and, and, and sometimes you thought maybe this guy is not what, he, not what they hyped him up to be. And right now he looks like that guy that they thought he would be coming out of college because a bad, a bad football team, you know, you got a lot of bad players around you. Right. You got, but I hate to say sometimes bad coaching, you know, bad management. And it just all that stuff runs downhill, and and it's, and it's, you, you 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 have a tendency to blame it on the player, and it's not the player's fault. My best example I could give you is Jeff George. When I was in Indianapolis, man, Jeff was a great teammate, and I got sick of people talking about Jeff, you know, because I defended Jeff, and I still defend him to this day. Jeff's a good teammate. I think Jeff would have been a great NFL quarterback if he'd have had the right people around him, you know, the right coaching, you know, the person that could really groom him into that position and, and it, it was it was it was a debacle really and and I think the same thing could have possibly happened you know with Sam Donald and you know it's still early you know it's, it's only week three but I think for him I bet you I bet you this I bet he's like man oh yeah be out of there you know he may never say it but you know we can say it but he may never say it. you know man I'm so I'm so I mean it was so bad over there and and I'm, I'm happy for the way he's playing yeah, uh, you could tell. You could tell he's happy. He's got, you know, his head coach is the offensive-minded coach and Matt Rule. And so he, he he feels comfortable. And he's got he's got a coach and an organization that believes in him too. So that 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 helps. When right. you you played for two, you played for the Rams and you played for the Colts. Did did you ever feel like the organization and the surroundings, the environment ever made you feel like 
man, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like football as much as I used to. Oh, Rodney, yeah, man, sure. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I, that's the one thing that I, I hate. I hate to say I hate about the National Football League in a sense they they made me hate a sport that I loved so much. Yeah, I loved that. I loved everything about football. And playing on bad teams and dealing with the with the NFL makes you makes you hate football. You know, hate it. And and I hate to say that, but that was just how I felt kind of at the end. I mean, I just I just despised it. And I said it's, it's sad because you know the Rams were a different team. The Rams were a team that we had a lot of veterans. We had a lot of great players, name players: Jack Youngblood, we were Irving, Jackie Slater, David. He, we had we had guys with, with name Henry. We had guys with names. Right. And you know, and you know, one thing I saw at that team was. And I know some guys that will listen to this that played high school football, college, and pro will say, you round what they call they call we call them haters. You got guys who are jealous. And on the Rams, we had none of that. We were just a bunch of guys playing football. White, black, it didn't make a difference. We had some guys that were true rednecks. <laughs> true rednecks. It was funny. But you know what? On Sunday, it didn't make a difference. We all wear the same uniform, you know. And some of the stuff they would say was just, just hilarious, and still it is. Now, I went to Indianapolis, where I went to a team, Rodney, that I'd never seen this before, even in high school or college. And I just talked about it with my old buddy, Eugene Daniels, who played at the coast with me, and Harvey Armstrong. I went to college with Harvey. We talked about it. I said, I said, I said Eugene, let me ask you a question, man. I said, didn't that team seem jealous to you? He said, oh, my God, Eric. He said, that was the most jealous team. I said, I said okay, what this what I, I could feel it. I mean, you know when people are jealous, you know, they envious of you. It was always... You know, his name in the paper, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, all that kind of, just all that kind of stuff. And I'll never forget when he said, Eric, he said, when they, they talked about getting you in Indianapolis. And I'm like, man, they ain't going to get no Eric Dickerson. He said, man, please, they ain't trying to win around here. He said, when I saw you walk through the locker room, he said, I'll never forget. I'm like, okay, well, maybe they are trying to change the, the, the culture and want to try to win. And see, that was the mindset in Indianapolis. That was not a winning culture. I'm just going to tell you right now. It was a losing culture. And they thought, and they, and they thought like losing. At the Rams organization, no matter the, the front office was not the best. Let's put it like that. With John Shaw and that group, they were not, they were all about saving money and, and messing over players. But we as a group of guys, we were all about winning and had the winning mentality because a lot of us came from winning high schools, college, and everything else. And Indy, it was a lot of guys that had came from some winning universities. Eugene came from LSU, so he was used to winning. I came from SMU. I was used to winning. Harvey playing from SMU. He was used to winning. But, but you know, you get into that environment, and you get in that environment long enough, exactly. it wears on you. It, wear, it wears on you. But I'm going to tell you, man, for me, it never wore me. It wore me down because I was frustrated. It's the frustration. And I'm sure Sam Donald felt that. But, you know, as a quarterback, especially now, you know, Twitter and all that, you can't say stuff. But, you know, I'm going to tell you, I said I said it. I just called it like the war. I'll never forget to ask me about you know, I'm not getting no yards, you know, and this. I said, man, I said, running behind this offensive line was like going to Vietnam with a BB gun. It was. I mean, I was getting hit before I get the ball. I couldn't even get out the backfield. I almost couldn't get out of my stance. And I mean, I'm not talking about one time. It was multiple times. My buddy Jeff, uh, Jeff Harrod is a linebacker. Uh -huh. now, now, check this out. I think we played the Patriots. He said, I'll tell you what, Eric. I bet you I have more tackles than you have yards. Now, think about that. <laughs> think about that. And you know what? He oh, did. Don't say it. Don't say yeah, it. Yeah, he did. I think he, I think he had 15 tackles, and I think I had 13 yards. Oh, Lord. So that just, I mean, that can say, man, that, that, that mentality and that losing is just so frustrating because you're looking like, man, wow, I wish I had this or I wish I had that. And, and sometimes it's, it's just, it, it takes the, you know, you know, Rodney, you know, think about it. It takes the fun out of the game. You know, you know. Being oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, it, it, look. 
it's so much, and we know so much more now than we did when we were playing, but you know how, how your mind works more so now. So no, mentally, even though we weren't maybe in tune to everything mentally, when you just walk into the building, you're like, oh, going in here again. <laughs> so I wasn't Detroit. I was like, oh, man. Oh, you got to go into this building again. <laughs> going in here. And it was a bunch of bunch of folks that were, you just felt like everybody was trying to get out. Can wait the season to be over. Yeah, wanted the season be over and then finding a way, I got to go, I got to go somewhere else. I got to go, I got to leave this place. Because it was just that, that mentality and that culture there from the top that, it really, winning was not the most important thing. There you go. And you, know, and you know, you said it coming from LS, SMU. I came from SC when we were winning. You're like, come on, it's supposed to be top to bottom. We we into this thing. There's a there's a there's a standard. There's a tradition. We gotta we gotta win. Go. And it's, it wasn't that. It wasn't it there. Wasn't, I, it's disheartening. You know, when I when I when I, I I can think about playing for the Rams and and. Man, I can honestly say it was times when we get out there. I just feel proud because you know, the, the Rams are in town. You know, you but they, so you, know, you watch you watch the, the telecast the night before the game. Yeah, the Los Angeles Rams are in town. They got the top running game in the NFL. You know, they, they, they play Smash Mouth football. You know, that made that, that made you feel good. You know, and we came out and everybody looked like, yeah, you know, you know what this is. Even though you know we might have we might have even been the best team in certain instances. I think that we went to Chicago to play the Bears. In, in the in that NFC Championship game, I gotta say, man, we stepped out that, but we were confident about that game, even though we didn't care about that defense because we knew we could, we knew we had guys to block the defense. Only thing we were missing was a quarterback. We was hoping he played better that day, but man, it, it's, it's it's such a, it gives you such a confidence and such it's it's fun, man. You know, you know, it's just I like I said, anybody here in this that plays sports, they've been there, they've been on sorry team. It's, man, it's just like, hell yeah, I, I love walking out there. You know, when I think about it, when I was in high school, man, we'd have seen the Tigers. Hey, we we, we gonna whoop ass. I mean, we, we, they know the Tigers are coming to town. You know, yeah. You know, just like SC, the Trojans, the Trojans are here. Yeah. You know, with that, with that bike, that horse. Hey, AD, what did it feel like knowing, because you knew, knowing, like you said, the night before, they gonna smash mouth, they gonna run the, everybody in the league knew y'all was gonna run the football. But not, man, they still couldn't stop you. And we we went to we went to I went to St. Louis to play the Cardinals and I never forget it. They said on uh, the night before we were, I'm watching the telecast and uh, and it was in the paper the next day. So Demar he said Demar the, the the Cardinals really can't stop the run. He said they, 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 the Rams gonna have a field day running the football. They can't stop the run. And I, it was true. And I'll never forget the next day in, in the, whatever the St. Louis Star or whatever it was. It said, "Welcome to the Eric Dickinson Invitational Track Meet." Because that's what it's going to be like today running against the St. Louis Cardinals defense. And I had 280 yards on them. It, it, it was like that. I mean, they were right. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good feeling. It just a, it's a great feeling as a player. And let's go the other way. You said it, man, when you, when you, when you like, feel like you ain't got no help. Like I told you, like when I told you one of my linemen said, man, you're going to piss them off over there. I'm like, man, what the hell are you talking about? Matter of fact, you know what, Rodney? I just had, I was in New York with Bruce Smith last night. Uh-huh. And, and Bruce said, Eric, I remember playing against y'all. He said, man, remember when we was hitting you? I said, Bruce, remember you said to me? He, I said, he said, man, we're going to hurt you, Eric. They can't block us. I said, exactly. That's, he, he remembered. He said, they, when I said they were, they were teeing off on me. Like, Rodney, like you, like, like you put a ball down, like, okay, just throw a slow pitch, and I'm going to knock it. That's, that's what they were doing. They were teeing off on me. Oh man, especially, and that's the worst when you don't have that that heart up front with the big fellas. 
No. Man, when you don't have no dogs up front, man, it's just the worst feeling in the world. Because even even if even if you have two of them and three other ones are not dogs, then you still in trouble. Yeah, you got it. You, you, know, you, you, you got to have some guys you, you, up front. You got to have, have some guys up front. If, if you got if you got one weak leak to one weak one, that's fine because the others go, hey man, come on. Yeah, you know, on. yeah. Yeah, you can't you know, deal with you know the great thing about our running game at, at, at the Rams was Hudson Howe. Because Hudson yeah, and John yeah. Robinson did not want the backs to get hit. And that was that was his thing. I went and I got hit one time in, in, a, in a game, and he brought me over to the bench and said, Hey, look, let me tell you something. We're not going to have our back getting hit in the mouth like that. He said, if we are, we, I, we're going to put one of y'all's asses in the backfield, let y'all carry the ball. I'm like, hey, you know, <laughs> I mean, because I didn't feel like that. But, you know, that's not, that's how personal that Hudson took it he, he, from, from the Trojans, came from USC, Trojan up, and to me, one of the greatest offensive line coaches coach in the National Football League, and John Robson. They took pride in running the football and protecting the running back. They did. They definitely did. I want to remind everybody that week two of the football season is in the books. And now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly, instantly, when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any Week 2 game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BESTDAM to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code BESTDAM this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Um, so, yeah, man, it's it, the, the, the difference make. Now, in that game, uh, speaking of running backs, man, Christian McCaffrey, strain the hamstring, says he's going to be out a few weeks. As no. a running back. And there's no injury that's that's good that you can you can play through, but especially uh, a hamstring for a running back, that's gotta be devastating. I'm gonna tell you, you'd rather have a an ankle, you'd rather have a bruised knee, a thigh, bruise. I even said I said hurt bruise, but a hamstring, I mean, a hamstring is it's it's unpredictable and, and it's gonna bother him all year long. I guarantee you he's gonna suffer it all year. It happened to me. Um, that was the first time, and I had hamstring problems pretty much my whole career. You know, even going back to high school and college, you know, had hamstring problems. And the first time I missed my first NFL game was in my seventh year. And we played, I was at the Colts, and we go down and play the, the Bengals. I think I had like a 30-yard touchdown, pulled my hamstring, run to the end zone. Mm. And I think that was like week nine. And I was, you know, right there in the running, the lead to league, lead to league in Russia. It was me, Christian, and Barry Sanders mm-hmm. going kind of back and forth. And I'll never forget that game. I had like a one, I had 134 yards. I'm like, all right, but this game was a little bit late. I think he was on the, on the West Coast. He was playing like the Raiders or somebody. 
like, okay, I had 100 days. And I looked up and I think he had, at that point, Christian had like 70 yards and they were in the third quarter, still third quarter, early third. By the time the Gower game and the David game was still going, he had 199. I'm like, oh. You knew you had to miss a couple games. And I, and I knew, and I, I, had to, I had to miss the next week. And so I'll tell you for Christian, Caffrey, man, to a hamstring, and I he knows because he's because he's, he's phased a sprint. It's just it's temperamental. Like you could be running and you say, like, okay, it feels good, but you can make that cut because you know how you because playing running back, you got to push off guys and they pulling you and you strain your, your leg. And, and you can't oh, simulate a game. You can't make it. You can't sim- right. You can't simulate. You can't, and it's gonna it's, it's gonna bother him. It's gonna bother him all year. I mean, I hate to say, it, I hope it doesn't, but it depends on the severity of it. But anytime you pull a hamstring. Strain it, it's going. You gonna have a problem with it. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to the best damn NFL pod period, presented by DraftKings. Um, Ed, let's get into week three, man. Because I, I just, you know, you know how week three is. For the first two weeks, you kind of feeling each other out, seeing if you can kind of get back to rhythm. You're starting to get into that game shape. It's usually week three that you start to start to see who's pretty good and who's not. You do week, week three or week four. It kind of kind of tells the story because you know. That's because you're gonna be, you're gonna be zero and three, you're gonna be one and two, you're gonna be two and one, or you're gonna be three and zero. And you got some teams right now that are, you know, two and two and zero. I'm sorry, they're gonna be two and zero. They could possibly be two and one, or they could be zero and three. I right. mean, and, and I think that's big. Like the Chargers are on that custom right now. They're, they're one and one. Uh, they they lost a the game last week against the, the Cowboys. I think game they they really should have won that football game, but they didn't. So now you got to move on. They, Playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Um, well, let's get into that. Chiefs are yeah. favored by seven. Yeah. And it's in Kansas City. So what do you think? And I think I think you're right. This is a big game. Big game for the Chargers. Tough game, but it's a big game because they did let that one get away from Dallas. You know, they, they they have to look in the mirror and say, look, we we can't be the team that's making all these mistakes. We can't give touchdowns back. You know, we're, we're, we're not that good. You know, and, and really no team is in the NFL that good. You can't give it back. You can't give back two touchdowns. You can't have 14 penalties for almost 100 yards in penalties. You, you can't do that. And, and major penalties, too. So, you know, you're going to Kansas City, a team that you know can score. They can move the ball from anywhere, or score from anywhere. They have a guy that you you got to, you like to, you like to single cover him, but you can't, Tyreek Hill. So that gives everyone, that makes everyone, gives everyone else a spot open. You know, big, you got the big tight end, Travis Kelsey. So, there, I'm going to say you have to play almost flawless football. Still, their, their offense has to because if they turn the ball over or have all these penalties, they, they could find themselves in a hole. They could find themselves behind 20 to nothing right quick, a 14 look. And, and that's the thing with, with young quarterbacks, especially. You get, um, if you notice, a lot of, lot of turnovers for young quarterbacks happen in the red zone because they're getting greedy, greedy for that touchdown. And yeah. it happened to Herbert. And uh, last week against Dallas, so so the Chiefs, they can't have that for sure. Chiefs are favored by seven. So you like you like the Chargers, you like the Chiefs. Man, I'd like to say I like the Chargers, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs at home. The Chiefs lost last week, a game that possibly they probably should have won. You know, once again, to turnovers. Turnovers are big, man. Yeah. You know, turnover, turnover can change a game in a minute. You know, you look at you look at look at always look at the turnovers. Who turned the ball or what the, the how the score was lopsided sometimes or. Right. And if, you have four turn- if you have four turnovers and you win the football game, you are very fortunate. And if you do two, have two, but you're on the road, see the Chargers on the road, they can't turn the ball over. And Kansas City, 
you know, they're at home. So they got the home crowd. You know, it's going to be loud. It's in KC. It's going to be rocking in KC. And, um, you know, like I said, they lost last week. Again, I'm sure they thought if we didn't turn the ball over, we'd have kicked the field goal and won. But, you know, ifs and fifths, you know, if, if, it was a, if, if it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. Yeah. No but, doubt. you know, this, this week I'm sure they want to come back, bounce back, and be two and one. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I agree. I think Chiefs win at home. And and be honest with you, I, I think it might be by double digits. That I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I, that's what I said. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they fall behind quickly. And if you know the thing about you notice that you said we're young quarterbacks, just young players. When when they when you fall behind early, they be trying to make it up. They be trying to make it up. Yeah. One play, yeah, right. One play. Um, I can squeeze it in. Get see and get it. Ball get hit. Popped up pick or get a, a quick pick for a touchdown. Yeah. So you know, I just I'm, I think the Chiefs gonna win this football game. And I'm like you. I, I honestly, I hope I'm wrong, but I, I think it's gonna be in double digits. Yeah, I do too. But you can't go up there scoring on no 14 points. Be no, sure. you can't. <laughs> that ain't gonna work. <laughs> no. Your defense ain't that good. No. Uh, all right, let's move to Washington football team at Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills are seven and a half point favorites at home against Washington. Are you are you believers in Washington? They got a, you know, they're supposed to have a great defense, um, but I still offensively, I'm still not sold on them. I think they have a good defense. I think they have probably, if not the best, or one of the best defensive lines in football. Yeah. But before it's moving the ball, they can't move the ball left of this desk. I'm sitting there. You know, that that's that, that's the problem. You know, it reminds me of the old um uh what that what's the name? Snoop on the Saints we played. They had the, the soul patrol. You know, all that defense, but all that defense by the they they could not move the ball. They couldn't move the ball. So I I think that I, I think the same thing here. I mean, I think that, you know, they really can't they they, they can't move the ball. I mean, I I they they have a good defense, but you ain't got no offense to go along with it. It's useless. I mean, it really is. Yeah, I, I'm agree. I, I like the Bills on that one. I like the Bills. I mean, you, you know, the, the Bills can score. The Bills gonna score points. Yeah, and they one and one. They need a win at home. All right, let's move down to uh, the Packers going to San Francisco. Ooh. Look, the Packers got a, you know they got an easy one. They played Detroit. Uh, you know, <laughs> last game. And Aaron Rodgers, you know, he played well. And now, but now they got to go to the 49ers who are 2 0, playing at home on Sunday night football. Um, We're going to find out if, if Aaron Rodgers is, is back or not very soon. You know, he played well against, against Detroit, but you know, you have all those distractions all offseason. You, you, you got your teammates wondering if you're coming back or not. It's definitely playing a part, I think, uh, in, in the way they played that first game and probably will the rest of the season. Well, one thing is right in, and honestly, I go back to this, what I said earlier. I just believe that you have to play in the preseason. You have to get a rhythm. You have to get, look, the stuff you do in, 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 in a game, you do in, in preseason practice is way different, especially now. I mean, the stuff, how they practice and how they play, that's, that's totally different. You, you have to get in tune with your receivers, your running back, your offensive line, the offensive line is getting tuned to running back. And that first game, they looked like everybody was off. I mean, every, everything was off. And going to San Francisco this week, I mean, you know, San Francisco has to run the football. I mean, they got they got to stop that running game. They they are. Then I do like about Frisco, they will not go away from the running game. They're gonna pass it, throw it when they have to, but they are gonna run the football and play great defense. The right. Packers, I mean, you know, their main weapon is 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 their, their quarterback. You know, Aaron Rodgers, and then there was, what's what's the receiver name? Devontae. Devontae. Devontae Adams, probably the best receiver in the National Football League, and and Aaron Jones had a great game last, last week. You know, that four four touchdowns. 
Um, but going to San Francisco, in San Francisco, San Francisco beat them up last year, really good in San Francisco. Yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the 49ers in this game. You know, I hate yeah. the 49ers. I'm gonna tell them, I gotta be honest. I know. Let the world know. Eric Dixon picked the 49ers yeah, on Sunday night football. They favored by three, though. I'm going Niners too on that I one. I just I just don't know where the mindset of the Packers are right now. Yeah. Let's go uh Eagles. Here we go. At Cowboys. Ooh, rivalry. I've been on both sides of this one. Eagles at the Cowboys. Cowboys, Cowboys are uh three and a half point favorite. No, so this is a this is a rivalry game. This is a division game. Uh this is gonna be a hard hitting game. Um, no love loss between these two teams at all. Um, but Dallas, I gotta say, is playing good football. I mean, they 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 won the game last week against the, the Chargers. And I don't think they played their best, but they played good and they won the game. Like I say, a, a good team finds a way to win even when they're not playing good. And that goes to show that to me, I think the Cowboys are a good football team. They run the ball out there. I like the way Zeke ran the ball last week. I like the way uh, I get the other oh, back. Pollard, yeah. Yeah, Pollard, Pollard ran the ball also. Dak looked good. The defense, the defense looks really good. I mean, the defense, I think, has really stepped up quite a bit. I think people think the defense is going to be that good this year. Yeah. They, 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 they played pretty pretty much lights out so yeah. far. I mean, like I said, it's only week three coming in. Oh, right. but speaking but, of turnovers, they turned they turn Tampa Bay in that first game. They got four turnovers in that turnover. game. Right. They got them in, in, the, in the Charger game. Yeah. I, I think that I'm not sold. Oh, first of all, who you got? I'm going to take the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. At home. It's their home opener too. So, I, ain't got, you know, I ain't got much to even say about the Eagles. I mean, yeah, yeah. Eagles, I, I'm not sold on them yet. I, I just, I'm just not. I got to see them play a little bit more. I think they, they are a good team. I just don't. I think they're the middle of the road team. Uh, you know, an eight and nine team or nine and eighteen. I, I don't see them. Don't that sound funny? Eight know, and nine. Because you say eight and eight. Oh, they eight and eight. Seven. Don't that sound funny? That sounds. <laughs> I even had to, I had to pause and think about it. I was like, seven, seven can't say eight and eight. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm really I'm thinking like week three. I mean, you still got a whole lot of football. I mean, that, that one game adds yeah. a lot. Doesn't that sound like a lot? It sounds like a lot. Add one game to it, sixteen games to because you're so used to a sixteen game schedule. But you had seventeen. Whoa, you got seventeen games. Yeah, I, I know. I, I, they probably the owners would probably like them having twenty games. They could. Oh, they, they would. They would. They could have twenty. They'd have twenty games. No, they would. They would. Yeah, but it just sounds. Uh, it sounds funny. Yeah, it does. I, I, yeah, I like the Cowboys at home. All right, the big one, Rambassador. Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming to town to face your Rams. The Buccaneers. I'm going to tell you something. First of all, the Buccaneers are a good football team and yeah. Super, Bowl, Super Bowl champions. Uh, they got the best quarterback, you know, I think in football, possibly. You know, at least a, the most legendary quarterback in football. The most savvy quarterback, for sure. Um, can read defenses very quick. Um, they have a great, they have a very good defense. I mean, so, you know, they play, they play good so far. You know, I think as, as, as the year goes, goes on, defenses get better and better because they, you know, they, they sink in more and more and more. Um, they run the foot, they run the football when they have to, uh, they do a good job of that, but they play on a team that also plays great defense, they plays great defense, the Rams, uh, not just an Aaron down, you know, you got Jalen Ramsey. They got, they got a good defense front there. Um, I do like, you know, and I said this before. I like our quarterback, Matt Stafford, and he's yeah. this. This is on his first year with 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 Sean McVay. And I know Sean McVay is happy to have him because he doesn't have to coach him. You know, just get to play. I I I, I think I think as a as a coach, now he can just I can just 
watch what I have to watch. I don't have to watch the quarterback. I ain't got to worry about getting it. Okay, so look, that defense, if this defense pops up, you this. You got to do this. He knows it. He be, I think Matt be like, hey, I got this. I, I, I got this over here. So far as the game goes, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, is is uh, Antonio Brown playing? Did they say he had COVID? Is he playing? Have you heard? I have not heard. I have is not he, heard. He, 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 yeah, no, he's had COVID. But anyway, as far as the game goes, I think it's going to be a close one. Uh, we beat them last year in, in Tampa. I think people have a tendency to forget that. You know, I'm going to tell you one thing, Rodney. We've always kind of had Tampa's number. You look back in history, we've kind of always had their number. I mean, Tampa's a team that, you know, certain teams kind of, you kind of, no matter what, you right. seem to beat them or play good against them. Well, it's always been the bus. We've always had, kind of had their number for a while. And they, they, they've got us a few times, even when they had the greatest show on turf with the Rams. But in this game, and I just got to, I got, I'm, you know, I can't be, I'm not being a home, but I got to go with my home team. I got to go with the Rams on this. I think it's going to be a close one. And I'm going to go with the Rams. I do too. I think, I think, it, and I think it's a bigger game for the Rams at this stage too, because of the moment playing at home. Um, I think it's a big game for Matthew Stafford. And now everybody's going to make it out to be uh, Stafford against Brady. And that's what we talk about. That's what every, all the outlets are talking about. But he he can't get caught up into that. No. He can't right. get caught up in, I'm going to outplay Tom Brady. I'm going right. to be better than Tom Brady. or any. He got to worry about that Bucks defense, and that's it. Because he gets caught up in, in trying to match Brady play for play and all that. He, he will run into problems. But I think... He's he's a veteran enough that he's not going to do that. But I think this is a big moment for Matthew Stafford in a big time game against the Super Bowl champs. And I think just think the Rams at home. I think SoFi is going to be rocking. Rocking. It's going to be rock. I I just think the Rams come out and, and beat Tampa Bay. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. It, it, it may be one of those back and forth kind of barn burner kind of games, but yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a really good football game. But I think the Rams win. I think I think I also believe this. I, I think about this here. Matthew Stafford has probably played against Tom Brady pretty much his whole career. I don't know how much they played against each other, but really playing in Detroit and Tom Brady's New England, he never had a chance. Right. Never in, in, in like I can't I I can't match. I can't match the talent you have. I can do everything you can do, but I just don't have the talent how to coach around you. me. Yeah. Right. So this is probably one of the first times you're like, finally, I got some talent. I got I got some talent. I got a coach. I got a. I got an offensive line. I got some weapons now. I'm so I'm sure he has to be excited about that part of it. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Remember, all the odds are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Ed, this was good, man. Week three coming up. We rolling, brother. Hey, brother. Let's just keep it rolling, rolling right along. Absolutely. Hey, let me ask you. So wait, let me ask you. Who are your Trojans play this week? Trojans play Oregon State. Oregon State. Oregon State. It's one of them. It's one of them feel good games. It's a feel good game. <laughs> hey, hey, let me tell you something. We like them feel good games. Yeah, you know, man. You going, you going to halftime? Still twenty eight nothing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. You don't really talk about life, but you in your mind or in your small little group, you like. Man, I'm about to get 250 right there now. You go, right? <laughs> I'm about to throw. I'm about to throw for 400 on these. Guys. Yeah, you like you mark that on the schedule. It's one of them games. Okay, all right, dude. What about SMU? Ed, who do they got? Man, Rodney, we played a horn frogs right up the street. And let me tell you something: oh. we don't like each other. We do not oh. like each other, not at all. We don't hate them. We don't hate them like we hate University of Texas, but. That's really a tough game. They've been beating us for so long. When, when we played, we used to put that ass. <laughs> but then it wore us out a couple of times. We just snuck in on them a couple of times. This is going to be a good game. So uh, 
I'm hoping my Mustangs can pull this out and be able to wind up 4 0. Well, all right, man. That's another episode of Best Damn NFL Pod, period, presented by DraftKings. I'm Rodney Pete. He's the Hall of Famer, Eric Dickerson. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.